What's going on, everybody? We are back with our third episode this season. We are very excited about what we have on tap for this upcoming week. If you guys have been paying attention to our Twitter, we went and visited with Army West Point, and we got some good content with them. We were actually with them when they got the call from Tom Brands that they were going to be filling in for Oregon State. After Oregon State had some travel-related issues, we were sitting literally right next to the coaches when they got the call, we got the whole thing on film. We have this whole uh, vlog documentary type thing for this episode um, or for that episode with Army. We're very excited about showing you guys that. It's probably the best editing work that I have done so far, the best camera work that Tyler has done so far. Very excited for you guys to see that. We're actually going to talk about that trip later on in this episode. We got a bunch of awesome topics for you guys we have our patreon only segment speaking of patreon only segment if you guys want to watch any of that content you can go to our patreon at patreon.com stalemates there's a link down below it makes it really easy click on it it's three dollars and 99 cents a month it's the cheapest subscription in wrestling that i can think of so go check it out bonus content the street league competitions will I, I calling it a competition sounds weird. The street league uh, cards, cards, wrestling yeah. cards. We'll pick back up this spring summer. We're planning some stuff out. Uh, we got some time to kind of map out what we want to do for the next street league. So you'll get access to all the street leagues and a lot of bonus content all for $3 and 99 cents a month. So go check it out without the Patreon. We wouldn't be able to afford uh, having this studio, um, going on trips, buying new equipment, being just really being able to help grow Stalemate. So without you guys support, supporting us on Patreon um, and without these sponsors, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing at the level that we're doing it at. So thank you guys if you are subscribing already. Uh, and if you are subscribing already, don't forget to go on there and check out some of the content that we've been posting on there. So uh, go check it out. Thank you very much. Um, also, we want to shout out Barbarian Apparel. I called Josh the other day, and I was like, Josh, I want a Christmas sweater. And he's busy as ever right now. And he's like, I don't know if I can do it. Yada, yada. Next thing you know, I get an email. It's a done deal. Link down below if you want this Christmas sweater. It's freaking sweet. I actually ordered some. He called me. He's like, why did you order some? I was going to give you some. I said, I'm going to probably give one away or, or keep it for myself. So go check it out. Don't show up to a Christmas sweater party without the Stalemates Christmas sweater by Barbarian Apparel. Promo code, um, let's see, the promo code is what, 15Xmas or Xmas 15? Let me get One that straight real quick. 15Xmas yeah. for 15% off your order. It says weekend sale, so uh, it might be done already, but just go check it out. Just give it a shot. We'll see if we can make it happen. Um, all right. We'll get into the other sponsors later on in the show. We're getting ready to record. We had all of our topics laid out. I get a text that says, did you see Suriano to Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, it was, was literally good what? Very good timing. Like an hour, not even an hour ago, 30 minutes ago. Yeah, like right before. I hadn't even seen it yet. And so. I don't think Michigan was ever really taken that serious. It seemed like at the beginning it was all Penn State. He was going to Penn State. Actually, in the very beginning, it was all Arizona State. And then it was pretty focused on the fact that he was going to go to Penn State. He had been at Happy Valley, our college station, whatever that's called. 
I'm getting both those wrong. Where is Penn State? Penn State is in Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Yeah. I got it right, right? Yeah. You're good. Okay. So he was out at Penn State, and then he was out at Iowa State. And I heard from some pretty close sources that uh, there was some some serious negotiations going on, some serious talking. It was going to be, I mean, we had some cool stuff in mind that was going to happen. Uh didn't happen, which is honestly kind of a relief because we're already like super busy. It would yeah. have definitely been really cool to make it happen. But he goes and visits uh, Michigan. I heard Missouri was in there. I heard uh, Ohio State. He went to Ohio yeah. State. That was like a, they were like in the lead for a little bit. Every every time he went on a visit, if he was there in person at that moment, everyone was like, "He's he's going here." Like after a while, I was just starting to think he was just giving everybody the run around like anytime he'd leave he'd be like yeah i'll get you the paperwork tomorrow yeah it literally got to a point where i was getting text messages asking where he's going i'm like dude i don't know here's like what i've heard is a lead right now but there's been 15 different lead changes i actually never really thought it was going to be michigan if we're being totally honest yeah yeah um so i never heard them in the talk that much really yeah i i mean it kind of makes sense. He wanted, I know he wanted like NIL deal. So I'm assuming he's probably going to be roped into Cliff Keen. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm assuming with how, you know, deep their pockets run, he's probably going to be there. They obviously had the Cliff Keen RTC or whatever that's called. That That's obviously a huge benefit for him. Stefan Meech is there. Good yeah. training partner for, with him. Mm. Um, obviously, if he went to Iowa State, I was thinking him and Joe Colon would, would have been great training partners. I know Joe's had surgery, so he's not on the mat right now, but. I thought that would have been a good fit. And again, I'm like a big Iowa State fan, so that's, you know, it's pretty uh, homer of me to think that. But at the same time, there were some very serious talks going on. And to see him going to Michigan is is quite surprising. Those rat bastards. <laughs> yeah. Tyler on the sound bites today <laughs> had that queued up. We were waiting for that one for a while. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Just like we were waiting for Siano, Suriano to make his announcement for a while. Do you think that there's a chance that we could ever get Bob Seriano on the show? Uh, that's a wrestling dad that I hear talked about a lot, but I've never really like looked into too much myself. But I don't know. He sounds kind of like uh, kind of like an enigma or a mysterious person. He only texts in emojis, I guess. So I, yeah, I just I want to have him on. I think yeah. that. Have you seen any videos of him or anything doing interviews before? I mean, I've saw the clip of. After Nick beat Dayton Fix, he's like, hey, John, you oh, mother... Yeah. You know, that that one away. was good. Uh, fire, dude, yeah. fire. I just think he would, like, you know, as a New Jersey guy, Nick's obviously very interesting. Yeah, We've obviously heard from multiple people publicly that he is, Bob Seriano is kind of a character, as is Nick. Mm -hmm. And right. I just think it'd be great to have him on to kind of peel back the layers of, you know, right. the situation. I think there's a lot to peel back. I think it'd be really interesting. You know, we had uh, AJ Ferrari Sr. on, and it's our most watched episode we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people walked away from that interview kind of like understanding a little bit of, it's kind mm. of a similar similar vibe in the sense that it was like a family that was very, like people were very interested in. Yeah. And they didn't yeah. know how to feel. And when you look at them at face value, then maybe they rub you the wrong way because they're so, um, what's the word? There's like a lot of... Uh, uh character like maybe brash or, brash yeah. yeah you know they're kind of in your face and mm. and stuff like that and i think after going back and watching that that uh episode and and doing the interview it kind of like made a lot of people feel 
they either liked him more, or they just, mm-hmm. or maybe they confirmed what they already thought that they knew. Yeah, I feel like either way, they definitely understood him better. And yeah, I think more people took away a positive after watching it. And I think Suriano fits that same mold, like you said. And, I, and it's not like I'm trying to like show him. That's the thing with with uh, people is sometimes like, oh, you trying to make that guy look like a good guy, or yeah, not really. I just tr- bring him on, and I'm gonna ask questions right. that I think you know would make sense. And like I want to know the questions that a lot of people have for these people and long story short if somebody has that connection with bob Sterling, i'd love to have him on the show and just yeah. just do it like it's like a little zoom call or something it could be fun it could be fun zoom calls still work too and and maybe show people you know a little bit behind the curtain of the siriano family mm-hmm. yeah i feel like it's been the case every time like even with the pat downey interview i mean that went how it went, but before that, people watched that interview and said, hey, I think I'm rooting for Pat Downey now. What age better, the Pat Downey interview that we did or that Chimandia interview <laughs> that we did? What do you think age better uh, for us? We got to stop. Maybe, yeah. maybe, like, I know we've talked before about if we go to a school, something good happens to that school. Right. Maybe there's also a flip side where there's, like, the yeah. stalemate's curse where it ages very poorly. There's there's starting to be some instances, but we won't put that upon us yet. We'll leave that for the flow film curse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and let's let's change up the order here a little bit, shall we? Since we brought up Etchemendia and how that interview didn't age very well, can mm-hmm. we can we flip the order? Do yeah. you mind? Yeah. Do you have everything ready? All right. So I'm on the wrestling report. Uh, or sorry. Oh, I, <laughs> hold on a second. I was Disregard. on I was on the wrestling room. Facebook uh, forum, shout out to Pat Mania, which he's going to be coming on the show soon. So um, maybe we'll take calls for Pat too. I think that might be fun. I think people would love that. Yeah, that's what the people need, I think, with Pat. If Pat's down, I definitely want to do that. So anyways, I'm on the wrestling room on Facebook and scrolling through, and I see your boy, Anthony Etchemin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I see your boy, Kodiak Red. Tyler is the island boy of sailmates. And um, the, uh, the island boy trend, the viralness of it was really quick lived too. And so this brought me a lot of joy that I could have a reason to surface again, even if it's just the small wrestling bubble that doesn't understand the context of this. Yeah, before, I, before we get into that. So Anthony Etchemendia, who recently just got out of jail, um, you guys already know what happened with that. We talked about it a little bit. Got into some uh, a domestic situation. Not good, right? And he's been quiet on all social medias, except for his TikTok, which he has multiple TikTok, like literally tens and tens and tens of mm-hmm. TikToks that he's been putting out. Uh, seems like he's living with a brother or something like that. He posted a video where he was happy that he was reunited with his brother that he hasn't mm. seen in however long. Uh, I don't know where he's living. What's I just know he's making TikToks. Yeah. And that kind of confused me in the first part because he's been quiet on everything else. And maybe he thinks in his mind that TikTok is far enough removed from the wrestling world that he can kind of use that as like a platform because mm-hmm. he knows if he posts on Instagram, which he used to post frequently. Yeah. He hasn't posted since whatever happened and he went and he's posting these tiktoks he goes on tiktok live i'm i think it's tiktok live it looks like the exact same thing as an instagram live yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure it's tiktok live though just the way it was set up and with tiktok i know a lot of our listeners maybe don't know how it works you can go and go live and i think random people can can like 
join it. Yeah, yeah, or you can invite people in for the live call. So I don't I know think. if he invited this gentleman in or if he just if it was like random i don't know if it's like chat roulette where it's just kind of like whoever yeah jumps in like if they just pair you up with random people Mm -hmm. i don't know either but somehow some way two worlds collided we had anthony echemendia from the wrestling world on the same tiktok live as tyler's boy kodiak red of the island boys which island boys I don't know my geography very well, but is Cuba, is that an island? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can you pull yeah. it up real quick yeah. on, on Google? Up, Cuba? Yeah, hold on. I can do it. I got, a, I got a thing right here. I got it right here. Cuba, Google Images. That's an island. Yeah, for sure. Definitely an island. So we got two island boys <laughs> on one TikTok live. I did not think about that. How does that happen? Can you go this, ahead? We're going to go ahead and play it. Okay. Tyler's going to go ahead and play the clip. Make sure you point that to me so I can see it as well. All right. Go ahead. And can you do full screen there? For TikTok, you can't for some reason. It's unfortunately not the original, but it's just kind of a recap with some captions about his time with the old Kodiak Red. And this is not fake. This isn't somebody taking two different lives and pasting them together. Okay. I don't know what else we're going to really talk about with that. But. Okay. And end this now. End it now. All right. You can X out of that tab. All right. If you guys, if you, if you guys are still watching, thank you, (laughs) by the way, to probably most of our viewers in the wrestling world, this makes no sense to care about, but to us, this is for some reason, a big deal. Yeah. (laughs) It almost reminds you of, uh, Adam 22 interviewing Bo Bo Nickel. Nickel, Yeah. That's the exact same thing. If you don't know about like Tyler and I, we're like pretty heavy, like internet slash like rap fans. Yeah. And like these, like two different worlds that should never collide have now collided kind of twice in the same, in like the two yeah. month, three month period. Yeah. Honestly, we should have done something talking about that on the show too, but everybody is like going to have absolutely no idea who Adam 22 is probably. Maybe, maybe, maybe 2% of our yeah. population. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody knows who Kodiak Red is at this point. Island Boy is like a They'll big at least recognize thing. him. And they 100% know Anthony Echemendia. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I just thought that was an interesting topic. We had to put it in there. There you have it. All right. Uh, before we get to our next segment, I want to talk about Spider Matt Tape. Spider Matt Tape is the freshest Matt Tape in the business. I can say that because we use it with Street League Two. Every single piece of tape that we use on the mat with Spider Matt Tape, it's freshest. It's the bestest. I tell you what, if you use it, it's coming as we like to say, straight off the belt boat. <laughs> <laughs> Straight off the boat, and that means that it's super fresh. It's not sitting in a warehouse. Check out Spider Mat Tape, link down below to check it out. Guaranteed to hold your mats together this season. All right, so this is supposed to be our first topic, our feel-good story of the week. As you guys know, we're trying to do more positive stuff on our show, not just cover the Island Boys and in Etchemendia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also have a lot less Iowa on this on this uh, 
I know. Episode. I wonder if the views are going to be the same. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> we got to keep Iowa in the titles. Yeah, we got to like keep clickbaiting Iowa. <laughs> uh, it's actually kind of in this topic. So Tyler and I, we went and linked up with Army West Point and hung out with them. We really didn't have like a. We really didn't have like a a real plan, which is kind of funny because I think this is our best video that we've done. Mm-hmm. Just like. There's a beginning, a middle, an end. Like the the kids were super cool with us. The coaching staff was amazing, and we got really good content. I was actually pretty mm-hmm. pumped with how the video was going. And then at the end of the day, we were riding the bus from the wrestling room back to the hotel where we were going to get in our vehicles and go home and edit it and yada yada yada. And Scott Green's sitting one row behind me, and he gets a phone call from Tom Brands, which I didn't know who that's who that's who we was talking to. And then all of a sudden. You know, Scott's like, hey, that was actually Scott actually asked me first. He's like, how far of a drive is Iowa City from here? And I was like, mm-hmm. it's about two hours. And then he's like, oh, we might go over there tomorrow. And I'm like, well, you guys are supposed to wrestle the Harold Nichols, right? And he's like, yeah, but Oregon State can't make it. I think we're going to replace him. Yeah. And the duel had already been pushed back a day and everything. So we knew that there was some sort of issue going on. I don't know how that happens, though. No. No, I've, I never really heard what the exact travel issues were or anything like that. I mean, it was plane-related. I saw Coach Nate Engel um, tweet that, I think, Delta, and was kind of talking like, hey, you know, what can we do to make this happen? I don't know, just yeah. tweeting that, you know, people do that. So anyways, he, you know, was asking me about that, right? And then we're, like, sitting there, and I'm just thinking, like, dude, we've never broken a story before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, year one of stale- – or year two of Stalemates, our goal is to, like, have a live event. Then this year, the year is this year three? I mean, we're still technically going through year, year two. two. Right oh, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Year so, two in April. Year two. So then I'm thinking like also like I'd love to I'd love to be the first to tweet something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'd love to be the guy who like puts the news out first. Right. Yeah, it's never been our lane before. Never. We've leave that to other people. Yeah. Cody Goodwin's good at it. Pat Minios does it all the time. He's good at it. Flo obviously does it often. They try. Willie does it. Yeah. You know, everybody does it. Mm-hmm. But we hadn't done it yet. And so I tell him, I'm like, you know, like, you know I'm going through all the minds. I'm thinking of the matchups, this and that. And I'm thinking like, hey, dude. I didn't call him dude. I was like, hey, coach, do you think we could? Like, do you think that we could be the ones? Please. <laughs> yeah. Please, will you let us be the ones break it, please? And I'm like, it's not exaggerated. There really was a little bit of that desperation. (laughs) There was a little bit, and I kept texting. So like, yeah, like I kept texting them after we left because we we were trying to get. They want to get all their ducks in a row first before we like made the tweet, and they said yes. So like, yeah, absolutely. But I was like, wait a minute. I know how these things work. The schools will put out a press release, and then all the media people who are on like the press uh, list will tweet it all at once. It's usually Mm -hmm. how it works. Yeah. So I'm like, that's going to happen. I was yeah. like, so I was really trying to get him to like, let me tweet it before the press releases went right. out. Yeah. And I'm not on neither one of those schools, like media list. So uh, I know I wouldn't have known how they gone out. So I kept mm. checking Minio's Twitter. I'm checking Goodwin's Twitter. I'm checking like <laughs> all the people who are normally news breakers yeah. in this sport. I'm checking all of them because I want to be the first, like the adrenaline that I got. <laughs> Was amazing. Yeah. Tyler and I went to Dairy Queen and I literally like ate two bites because I'm just like fresh, refreshed. Mm. I'm retyping the tweet. I'm trying to get it all ready to go. 
Tyler, luckily, shout out to Tyler. He actually drove my truck because I wanted to make sure that I was freaking on it. Yeah. And then I got the news, like, hey, you can put it out there and, and uh, you know, put that out there. Boom, hit another, hit him with another one. The, the video clip was amazing. Oh, yeah, that was hard. The full video clip, the full, like, the full video. We got the whole thing. We didn't miss nothing. We'll be in our next episode, which will be on Wednesday. Or Tuesday, sorry. Yep, Tuesday. This episode is coming out on Monday. The next one will be out on Tuesday. Yep, full army video. Full army video. We did some trivia with them. We did, uh, they played some dodgeball. They worked out. We did a full interview with the coaching staff, which will be on our Patreon. So go check it out. But shout out to Army for stepping up and wrestling Iowa at Iowa after wrestling Iowa State at Iowa State on a two days notice. Those are some bad dudes. Yeah, yeah, and everyone was loving it too. They were loving it. They were all super like, just the nicest kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's what I was gonna say. Shout out to them too because all every school we go to is fun. But I think like as a whole, that was probably the most fun I've had shooting with the team before. Yeah, yeah. there's just a lot of good energy with that team. And I don't know if it was because like maybe like they were briefed better or. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or what it was, but they were like, you know, and like, this isn't, all the schools that have had us have been, have been great, right. have been yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And usually there's like a couple kids that are like, you go to interview them and they're kind of like, uh, not right now, which I totally get, yeah. by the way. Like yeah. you're cutting weight. I probably not, I probably would have been that kid who like didn't want to be bothered by some clown like me going up to him with a microphone, you know, in like a very serious part of their life. Yeah. You know, which no is doubt. working out practicing right before a competition. So, I totally get it. If anybody has ever like turned us down for an interview, I hundred percent understand that. Yeah. But the army, cause they didn't, there was not one of them. They were all like super appreciative of us being there and the coaches staff. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just having a great time. It yeah. Was just, it was just cool to see. Let me tell you guys something else too. I actually forgot to put this in the vlog, but it, it will go on the vlog or maybe it'd be a separate one. They're, Trainer, their strength and conditioning, not their trainer, their strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. He's from Iowa too, by the way, I think. Or he went to Iowa State. Yep. He's never wrestled before. He works out with them in wrestling shoes, in headgear, with sweats, socks tucked into his sweatpants, crew neck tucked in. Yeah. Doing stance in motion, running, doing everything. He's drilling with Delvecchia. He was drilling with some of the coaches. Yeah. He actually wants to do uh open tournament somewhere on the east coast i don't know what they said the name i can't remember what it was mm-hmm. but he wants to do an open tournament he's like hey i want to know like what they're going through with, with their bodies so i can help them yeah i never i didn't hear him say that part but it i was, got it on camera it was cool to see yeah so shout out to army west point it was probably the coolest moment that i've had one of the coolest moments that i've had personally i don't know if I speak for tyler or not or anybody else but it's probably one of the coolest moments that i've been associated with with stalemates and i know like it's not exactly like breaking where nick seriano went or breaking some other stories out there you know what i mean we're not the new york times or nothing like that (laughs) but for me just to have one sort of like association with something like this was pretty cool yeah i know and like driving home after i was just like man like kind of the come down i was like i haven't felt like that while doing something in a while <laughs> yeah and, and i'm not gonna lie like there was an element to it too where it's like i've got so much stuff going on in my personal life i'm like man i like 
That's a lot of work when we go and do these things. And, and, and I love doing them, but it's a lot of work. And I remember thinking like, man, I got so much going on. I got to go up to army and stuff like, and when, I don't want to say it, like, I wasn't looking forward to it cause I was. And the reason why we went is because I, I wanted to do mm-hmm. it. But I was like, man, it's going to be a lot of work and this and that. And then whenever stuff like that happens, even even before we got the the breaking news, the exclusive scoop, I was like, man, that was worth it. Yeah. Like every time we do it, it's like, man, it's freaking worth it. Mm-hmm. And then that happening on top of it is just like the cherry on top. Yeah. No, that was a wild night. We we unloaded our entire clip that night. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, so shout out to them. Shout out to Army West Point. Guys, please watch that video. It's going to come out on Tuesday. Please check it out. It's some of the best work that we've done. I can say that. With a clear conscience, because it is. I'm pumped to release that video first, like, going into the season with the team, because I feel like it's a completely different level from last year. Like, I feel like we're setting a new precedence with this video. 100%. Not to hype it up too much, but that's how I feel. A hundred percent. And I think what's going to happen, like it happened last year, where, like, we did the Campbell video, and it was really good, and mm-hmm. then we had more schools reaching out. If that doesn't happen with this one, I'll be shocked. So <laughs> if, you're, if you're a college wrestling coach, and, and you watch this video, and you want us to come out and, and visit you guys, uh, hit us up. Yeah. All right. This last part is the last segment before we do the Patreon only segments. Uh, you guys know this year that it's duck season. And I think it's unfair how much people are going after Iowa for their ducking, right? Sitting guys. When ranked opponents come for a duel and you sit your starter so we don't get that ranked matchup. I think it's one of the worst things that happened to wrestling in a long time. And the story that I'm actually going to talk about this time is North Carolina. So North Carolina was supposed to wrestle Rutgers and Wisconsin. And they wrestled Wisconsin and wrestled like their full lineup pretty much. And then the next duel, they were going to wrestle Rutgers. And they sat number 10, Jaime Hernandez, number 10, Keyson Clark, and number 16, Zach Sherman. And all three of those guys wrestled in the duel before. They were supposed to, or they wrestled Wisconsin, and, and they all three wrestled. Uh, I believe Hernandez and Clark both had unranked opponents. Zach Sherman lost to uh, our boy Austin Gomez. And the reason I say that is because when they were supposed to wrestle Rutgers, they had three ranked opponents. So that's three. Of the 10 matches that are, we had to go and, you know, for the people that were there, the people that were watching, you didn't get your full money's worth. Mm. How in the world are we supposed to promote this sport? Or why in, why in the world would I talk somebody into to watching this sport when the, when the stars aren't showing up? Right. Why would I do that? Mm. Why would I promote that at all right it makes it difficult like i think you know when the whole spencer lee thing went down and there were fans that were like complaining about uh spencer lee duck and pat glory and this and that i think some of it's kind of kind of warranted because spencer lee's health isn't really going to be He's he's interesting, right? Because he's 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 going to be injured now the same amount that he's going to be at the end of the year, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of that one's kind of interesting. But I understand when fans are like, "Dude, I pay for season tickets. I want to watch. Like, I want to watch right. the the studs." Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Spencer Lee's a little bit interesting, but it, but at the same time, if Spencer Lee wrestles next weekend against Iowa State, 
mm-hmm. and he doesn't wrestle the the rank guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he didn't wrestle today against Army, so I just feel like Spencer's going to be like very touch and go this season. But for this case, you don't really know because that's a lot of guys to all be injuries, which I've seen out there as well. And you look at this though; it's like they wrestled in the same yeah. day, like yeah. hours before, maybe an hour before. Right. Yeah. And exactly. then you're not going to wrestle him for the second part. Mm-hmm. And I know many will put out a tweet saying, like, you know, there was injuries and stuff like that. Three of your rank guys got injured. Three of them. Three of them That's got injured before they're going to wrestle three rank guys as well. Yeah. That's a little bit suspect to me, but. That's that, that's I feel like that's the fallback excuse every single time is like injuries or we had one guy we were gonna face you know whatever, how whatever. why would I promote that mm-hmm. why would I say hey here's here's uh yeah these, this school's got ranked guys but you know the other school's gonna throw out their backups mm-hmm. yeah right and I you know before the coaches kill me or anybody kills me about you know kind of crapping on North Carolina here can you blame them either. No. You know what I mean? Like, why would you go and wrestle your guy against another ranked guy, and then they could get dinged for it if they lose, mm-hmm. right? You could get dinged for it if they lose, and it's going to hurt their seeding chances and this and that. They could get yeah. injured. I don't think they're really worried about injuries, but it's possible, right? Yeah. I mean, it gets rewarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this has been the, like, this has been a constant battle all the time because. We know why coaches do it, and like you said, those reasonings, it makes sense. So, But everybody in wrestling always says, like, we just want it to be a sport where it's the best of the best going against each other no matter what, and you're not seeing that at all. Right. And these coaches, too, like, they're out there trying to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point as well. I would just had pajama day, mm-hmm. like a O to Spencer Lee, and Spencer Lee didn't, didn't <laughs> yeah. wrestle. Right. And um, again, I'm not knocking Spencer Lee. He's actually probably one that I, I kind of get the most. But if you look at it, like Dom Demas didn't wrestle Alirez. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many different times have we seen this? A lot. It's it's pretty wild this season. I actually it's think barely started. You know, back when when uh, we were in college, right? Uh, I was living in Ames. You guys were living in Iowa City, and mm-hmm. I would go visit you guys. And some of our friends aren't wrestling fans. And I would say, hey, I'm coming to town. I'm going to this Iowa wrestling meet. This is back in the college days, right? And our non-wrestling friends wanted to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can fill them in on which ones are the and good And you can fill them in, your storylines, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. But my point is, when I would come to town, I would make sure it was either like Iowa, Oklahoma State, Iowa, Iowa Penn. Penn State, yeah, all the good ones. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking them to Iowa versus Northwestern. <laughs> we can edit it. <laughs> Iowa versus that school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that, that would actually be kind of fun because at that time period, it was like Jason searches and stuff, right? I feel like I made that duel every year. So, <laughs> But I wasn't taking them to Iowa versus a, not a school with zero ranked wrestlers. Right. You know why? Because that would actually turn them into even more of a non-wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, people don't want to go to the meet and then just sit through it all looking at their phones, which it sucks when that does happen when you bring It does happen, uh, though. It does happen, and it gets quiet. Yep. Mm -hmm. It gets quiet. You want to take non-wrestling fans to a wrestling duel meet where there's tons of ranked opponents, Mm -hmm. 
It's going to be electric. Yeah. I'm just not buying it. I'm yeah. not buying it. I don't like it. I think these schools should be banned from trying to... If you <laughs> if you are sitting your top guys, and when they have a ranked opponent, mm. you should not be allowed to tweet about selling tickets the next year. You are That's not nice. allowed to complain about your fans not showing up. You are not allowed to complain about not getting coverage or exposure and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't just go for North Carolina or Iowa or anybody else. This goes for for anybody. The good thing about Iowa yeah. is they've got the most passionate fan base yeah. over anybody else. I have a love-hate relationship with them. <laughs> and they'll buy the tickets. And they'll defend. They'll defend mm-hmm. Iowa for, for sitting guys. I actually do think, though, that Iowa's people are, are – um, are injured you know what i mean i do yeah like i think i think that the only thing that's weird about the spencer lee thing is he is going to he is going to it's not like he's not like this injury is healing up you know right. what i mean like mm-hmm. it's just going to be this is just who he is all season so it's kind of like all right he's gonna just kind of wrestle at the end of the year so you just kind of kind of got to assume that i mean there's literally no stabilization in his knee like in scramble situations he could be done for, which you didn't know that last year. But when you look back at it, you can realize he was keeping it very square, and because he had no hamstring or what's ACLs. It ACLs. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily think Iowa was ducking, but I'm just using them as the example. I mm-hmm. do think it was. I do think that it was crazy unfair how they were treated by the general Twitter world when. A ton of schools have yeah. sat their main guys. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, I think they should just start getting called out. All right. I'm done with that little Colin Cowherd type rant that I just did. Uh, if you guys want to watch the rest of this episode, go check it out on Patreon. We're about to talk about the Brands Brothers documentary. That video was fire. We're also going to talk about John Jones versus Jaden Cox. Uh, if you don't subscribe to the Patreon, thank you for watching. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Hit subscribe.